0: Mackie, what's happening as far as the weird news this morning? A man is under arrest for allegedly stealing and crashing a yacht in Southern California. Way to Newport go, Ace. Beach. Newport Beach police say they started <laughs> chasing the suspect around 10 a.m. Thursday. He allegedly crashed the yacht into several other boats wow. while going for a joyride. So maybe has never skippered a yacht, <laughs> just thought right. he'd steal a yacht. Yeah, exactly. Police took him into custody after he crashed into a wall. So hit oh, some boats, man. then hit a wall before he ever got out on the big water, I guess. No injuries reported, although one question was asked. Is that yacht rock, man? <laughs> well, turn it up, man. <laughs> yeah. That was the trouble he was trying Sounds to, like the yacht was rocking all right. Reaching down to turn the. <laughs> he was trying know, to crank, was crank the up, stereo man. up. Huh? Right, yeah. yeah. Lost control of the boat. Probably an old Yacht Rock CD
1: you was trying right. to get put sure, in. Sure, it makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. little Christopher Cross for <laughs> the open yeah. water there or Sailing, something. take me away to where I'm going. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> uh, cows, they don't care about human highways. They don't care about anything. The California Highway Patrol <laughs> and local animal control officers... Responded on Wednesday after a cow was spotted wandering the eastbound lanes of the 210 freeway on Lakeview Terrace. Authorities uh, tried to use other vehicles or their vehicles to guide the cow off the roadway. But the animal got spooked on the exit ramp and ran back to the freeway. So they thought they had him reg- corralled off of the roadway, but not. Right. Cow was eventually coaxed off the freeway, was temporarily blocked in by authorities in the parking lot of a shopping center, but it managed to escape again. This is a dodgy cow. Right. It climbed a staircase to a foothill boulevard. The cow was eventually lassoed by farm workers as it wandered into the dirt driveway of a nearby farm. It's not clear where the cow escaped from exactly. He thought well this looks like home i'll turn in here yeah
0: you know you got a variety of cows your jersey crowd cows etc this sounds to me like a far side cow
1: <laughs> it does yeah uh, a far side cow sure yeah. yeah special breed pretty sneaky yeah yeah i'm going up the stairs you guys think you got me cornered <laughs> i'll take the stairs
0: thank you hey speaking of that yacht rock where the guy was trying to get the cd in yeah How about this? This for our audience. People are going to relate. The Montgomery Museum of Fine Arts in Alabama wants your old boom boxes. Oh, really? The museum is putting together a new sculpture, and its sculpture garden needs about 500 vintage music-playing
1: boom boxes. Well, there's a few of those around, no doubt about it. Check your attic and your basement. The uh, work of art is called Got the Power? Boom Boxes.
0: It uh, celebrates the importance of boomboxes in urban communities and in pop, pop culture. The uh, sculpture is expected to stand about 14 feet tall, be about 8 feet wide, and feature 500 vintage boomboxes.
1: Do the early ones count, the ones that have the fold away turntable in them? That's going wonder. be a question for the boombox era. You know, It doesn't have to just be a cassette. Yeah. I can't remember a boombox that had an 8-track in it from when I was a kid. I don't know if I ever saw one that had
0: it. A... I don't think I did. Yeah. I didn't have one. Had you know They had cassettes and radios at first, at yeah. least the ones I saw, and then mm-hmm. CDs later. Right. I remember being on campus at Washington State, and it was either Stu House or James Donaldson because they were the only 7-foot guys on campus. And one of them had a b- big boom box up on his shoulder. Uh-huh. You know, it looked like it was 12 feet in the air. Yeah. Well, it probably
1: was by the time it stood on his shoulder, huh? And it was cranked. <laughs> it's coming down the sidewalk sharing his tunes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. A uh, Hungarian woman is in a new romantic relationship, Mackie. Yeah, with... Uh, it's never really taken off, so to speak, but at the same time, she's obviously deeply in love. <laughs> a uh, 20-year-old Sandra has completely given up on human love and is now in a committed relationship with a large model airplane. Ah, okay. That's a first on the show. Yeah, I think it is. She's named the model airplane Lufanx. Lufanx? Uh, yeah, I guess the Lufwafa... That's Wasn't that the, uh, I don't know, I don't know where it comes from. That was the German Air Force yeah, Luf, in Lufthanks. World It's yeah. probably got something to do with planes. At any rate, uh, Sandra says that she has always had a thing for airplanes. Uh-huh. Even got a job in the aviation industry just to be surrounded by planes. But when she laid her eyes on a white plastic plane, this model plane, mm-hmm. it was love at first sight, Mac. Wow. Know? Yeah. She even broke up with her human boyfriend right on the spot saying, I now am in love with this. Wow, no kidding. (laughs) Sandra says, I don't know why I love him. I just love him. He's beautiful, my soulmate. He's the first thing I see in the mornings, the last thing I see when I go to sleep. (laughs) I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh I, I get to do everything with him. She also says that although she gets... To be around other planes at work, she would never cheat on Lou oh, Okay, yeah. And I've already booked a spot on Dr.
0: Phil. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. That whole story should have had uh, a little big old jet airliner playing in the background.
1: Oh, yeah. It should have had that, yeah. <laughs> Mac, where are you going with the weird news?
0: Well, of course, big news over the weekend. Tom Brady announced he was coming out of his re- uh, retirement yesterday after 40 long days and nights.
1: 40, no. 40 days and nights. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. A certain sports memorabilia, you may have heard this last week, collector uh, may have a little buyer's remorse. He paid for the Buccaneers quarterback, uh, Tom Brady's uh, football, his la- the last touchdown pass of Tom Brady's career. Because okay. if you remember... When he threw it in the game, the, the uh, teammate threw it into the stands when they to celebrate. Oh, well, he has the ball. Oh, it cost him five hundred thousand dollars to get it. Five hundred thousand. About two days before Brady announced he was coming out of retirement. <laughs> so it's pretty doubtful that it's going to be
1: money back guarantee on this deal. Pretty doubtful that it's going to be the last touchdown. Yeah, pass no that doubt he ever throws. Wow. You suppose that's why he came out of retirement? After he that the ball. Just to burn the guy? Sold, sold for 500 grand? Yeah. Well, Brady doesn't need 500 grand, but... No, but he's like, you think the, you're making money on me and my last touchdown ball? Meyer has not been identified. Boy. <laughs> that's a heart sinker for sure. The guy <laughs> reading that news. He's doing what? He's coming out of retirement? A London man is having trouble finding a suitable wife above ground. So he's taking his search underground to the subway. 31-year-old marketing professional, Jeevan uh, Bashu. He's serious about finding a bride, evidently, so he uh, bought ads that are posted all over London's Oxford Circus subway station. The ads feature a photo of Jeevan. In a pink suit, along with clever lines like, Best Indian you'll take away. And I'm Jeevan. Help me find a wife. Interested passerbys, passersby are directed to visit findjeevanawife.com. And after a few days, <laughs> he's, re- he's received earnest input, evidently. Potential suitors, 50. He's got 50. He says, for me... Even to get just one genuine response is what the aim is. I'm not looking for hundreds. I'm just looking for the one. The one, yeah. Everybody wants the one. So So now he's got 50 dates. We'll see how that goes for him. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Go with the poster in the subway. See what you come up with. Colorado man
0: feeling pretty thankful for some thrift store employees after they noticed he accidentally donated a briefcase full of family heirlooms. Uh, Joseph Garrett recently inherited a family estate, donated what he assumed was a typewriter in a large briefcase to a local thrift store. What's in there? It's just a typewriter. It's a typewriter. I I guess it could be a typewriter case, which they used to make. Mm -hmm. That's what he thought anyway. He never looked inside, evidently. When employees opened the case, they found it actually contained... Family letters and photos that dated back 80 years. Oh man! The store later uh, c- contacted Garrett to let him know about the mistake. He told uh, uh, KMGH Television that he was grateful the case was saved and that its contents uh, could have been lost. Well, yeah, they could have been because you
1: gave them away. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's fortunate. Glad they were paying attention. I do know what that's like though. When you're cleaning out your parents' house. It's so much stuff. And it's just overwhelming. You're like, I don't need this old typewriter case. And you just you're chucking it or you're you're donating or whatever you're doing. Sure. Yeah. You're just up to your gills and trying to sort through this. Nobody's gonna want this old typewriter case. Next thing you know, it's got the family heirlooms in it. And it's
0: maybe a Partial blessing he didn't open it at the time because as soon as you open a suitcase full of 80-year-old letters, you yeah. st- just everything yeah. goes to the side and you start right. reading
1: these letters. Now, the rest of the day is shot. You're not getting anything <laughs> done. And uh, police in England say that they were recently led by a car chase or led on a car chase only to find out the driver had a Legoland license. <laughs> the chase... It lasted for like 35 miles. Police called in a helicopter for help. The driver ran out of fuel. Police caught him and they found that he only had a toy license from Legoland that he had gotten in 2003 when he was a child. Okay. Yeah, here's your official license, Sonny. Right. (laughs) He keeps it his whole life and evidently used it with the cops. He was arrested on suspicion of multiple driving and drug related offenses. (laughs) Mackie, ready for some weird news? Yeah, are you? Not really. You you want my two, to go my first? two clocks are different out there. It's weird. Is one say like a quarter after six? One, the phone is a couple <laughs> you bring minutes to spring ahead
0: than the computer, and you think, well, they're always they're going to be the same. They always adjust, but uh, uh,
1: no, no, uh, yeah. I guess they don't. <laughs> I trust the computer, I would say before the other. Well, here we go. Elon
0: Musk wants a little one-on-one combat with Russian President Vladimir Putin for Ukraine. Ah. The Tesla and SpaceX founder issued the challenge to Putin on Twitter and tagged the Kremlin's official account. <laughs> Musk says he's absolutely serious in his challenge. Uh, Roscosmos Director General Dmitry Rogozin, a Putin ally, scoffed at the challenge calling Musk a wiggling. <laughs> a weakling, <laughs> which... <laughs> Which is pretty much exactly what Musk wanted when he said yeah, the yeah. challenge. Ukrainian Vice President Minister uh, Mikhailo uh, Fedorov tweeted he hoped Musk would send Putin to Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> Russia invaded the the uh, UK <laughs> last month for those
1: not paying right, very close attention. If you've been living in a cave somewhere. Right. Didn't know that. Well, speaking of Russia and uh, the crisis and everything that's going on there, this guy named uh, Luka Safrofnov. Safronov, well, he, uh, like most of the world, is pretty upset about uh, Putin' invasion of Korea, uh, Ukraine, but for him it's more about the loss of McDonald's oh. in Russia. Okay. Super-sized fast food fanat- uh, the fanatic is having a hard time coming to terms with McDonald's decision to close all Russian locations over the war. Okay. So he's he's taking a stand. He's chained himself now to the front door of one of the locations in protest. (laughs) Lucas says, closing down is an act of hostility against me and my fellow citizens. Okay. (laughs) Well, it is an act of hostility against you and your fellow citizens, but it's because... (laughs) Your country attacked Ukraine. He hopes his stunt will somehow sway McDonald's to stay open. Of course, it won't work, but now he's saying he's not going to back down either, so I guess he'll spend the rest of his life chained to a McDonald's front door, probably, unless they can solve the problem with Ukraine.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah. Other chains involved, too. Pizza Hut, KFC, Starbucks, suspending business in Ukraine. Lots of them. Yeah. Lots of business
1: being shut down. But the brick and mortar is there, right? Yeah. It's not like nobody can unlock the door and figure out how to run the grill. Yeah. Pretty soon McDonald's will maybe be called McDougal's in some neighborhoods and yeah. somebody else will be there conducting business. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, let's see. An Oregon man has pled guilty to illegally importing and exporting live scorpions. This is the profession you want to get into. Darren Drake was accused of sending and receiving the scorpions from Germany, Michigan, and Texas. Oh. In one case, he labeled a box of scorpions as chocolates. <laughs> oh. That's uh, a big difference. Drake didn't have an import-export license. Importer-exporter. That's a Seinfeld episode.
1: Uh huh. Uh,
0: in violation of federal law. So yeah, you can't import or export without the uh, proper credentials, I guess. He could face a year in prison, $100,000 fine. The part of the sentence should be, yeah, you're going to be in that cell there and, uh, we're going to let your scorpion
1: stay in there with you. (laughs) And it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. That might slow down the scorpion trafficking. (laughs) You got to live with them for the next 10 years. Uh, 41-year-old Thomas uh, Kalachi. He's a Florida man. He's under arrest after he asked police to test his meth to see if it was real. (laughs) He suspected the dealer had uh, switched him up and gave him bath salts. So he called 911 and asked for a uh, sheriff's deputy to come over to his house and check it out. Well, the dispatcher was more than happy to oblige, sent an officer over to take a look. Yeah and to place Kalachi under arrest for possession. Sure. Kalachi told police that he bought what he thought was meth from a guy at a local bar, but after using some of it, he became concerned that he may have been duped by buying the wrong dope. Boy. He claimed to be an experienced drug user and knows the difference between meth and bath salts. Yeah. He then handed over two baggies of a crystalline substance and asked them to have it tested so that no one else... ...and mistakenly buy bath salts from this dealer. Right. <laughs> Looking out for people. Galucci is charged with felony drug possession. Meanwhile, he's not the expert he thought he was. The substance was tested, confirmed to be meth. So he did, in fact, get what he paid for when he made the purchase, evidently. So his whole indignation, you know, the nerve of some people. Yeah, the nerve of some people. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to swap this out, right. I, mean, I know the difference. Trying to cheat us, drug users. We're uh, at that
0: point. We need a little weird news this morning. All right, males of an invasive species of hornets can be lured to their death by using sex
1: pheromones. Ah, uh, of course they can. Yeah, because they're talking about sex all the time. <laughs> Yeah, well, we had it earlier today. Right, thinking about it at least eight times a day. Yeah, yeah. and These uh-huh. are these are male
0: bees, of course. Bees are because bees are human too. Easy marks. Bees you know, the, are people the male too. Male bees the easy marks. <laughs> that, according to a new study from the University of California San Diego researchers, the uh, study created traps using a dummy female hornet and a mixture of synthetic pheromones and a natural female hornet uh, sex pheromone as well. The uh, giant hornets are originally from Asia. Oh, this is the uh, the the uh, hornets from Asia were the, the, killer, the hornet? killer hornets, right?
1: Murder hornet is murder, that what they yeah, call they them. They
0: were murder hornets. Yeah, they're a threat to North American bees because they've uh, these bees have adapted to protect have not adapted to protect themselves.
1: So. So we got to lure the uh, murder hornets out. Get the murder hornets into a death trap. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm all for that, getting the murder hornets out of here. Florida woman finds herself in hot water after she shot her neighbor in the face with a water gun. Okay. Police say this 40-year-old Renee Bolduck of the King of the Road Mobile Home Park in uh, St. Petersburg... Was inside her home. She saw her neighbor, Nicole Hosmer, walk by. She wasn't walking on her property, nor did she pose a threat. But Bullduck decided that she didn't want her walking on her street, so she grabbed a weapon, in this case a water pistol, walked outside and started squirting her in the face. What in the world? Is she just trying to... Be funny, yeah. you know. You don't know, but right. evidently got serious because uh, police were called to the scene, placed Baldock under arrest for misdemeanor battery, and then she's later having to pay a five hundred dollar bond on to get released. Meanwhile, Hosmer, police noted in the report, was not injured in the water gun attack. Thank goodness. Yeah. But do you is this gal just trying to be funny? Right. You know, having a little fun with her neighbor. It gets and their neighbor doesn't take it very well? you know. Or is it that she's just crazy and doesn't want this lady around or something? Well, Mike Tyson is launching
0: a new product to honor one of his most notable fights. Of course, great heavyweight champ. But on Tuesday, Tyson's cannabis brand, Tyson 2.0, announced ear-shaped marijuana edibles. <laughs> pretty, of course. Pretty good marketing, actually. Yeah. Complete with a missing chunk. Oh, boy. So they get you the ear. Uh are missing a bite that uh, Tyson piece, took. Piece is gone. The gummies, of course, are a nod to the bite fight 1997 where Tyson bit off a piece of Eli- Evander Holyfield's ear. The bite heard around the world. Yeah. Tyson was getting his butt kicked. That's why he bit Holyfield's ear off. As a result, Tyson was fined $3 million and his boxing license was revoked. Yeah, no, no biting off of ears. He and Holyfield have since made up. Even joked about creating ear shaped candy together in the past. Mike bites are available in uh, dispensaries in California, Massachusetts, and Nevada.
1: Yeah, Mike bites. Anything to uh, make a buck, I guess. <laughs> pretty good marketing. It is pretty good marketing. Um. Uh, Popeye's restaurant, Louisiana. Popeye's kind of known for their chicken sandwiches, right? Yeah, very much so. Well, in this particular uh, location in Louisiana, they've got a live chicken. Employees at the location in Slidell, Louisiana say they rescued this rooster following Hurricane Ida early in September and built a coop outside of the parking, in the parking lot where it has lived ever since. The Popeye's staff helps to take care of him every day and they've named him Rocco. The restaurant's general manager, Muhassan Shepherd, says that Rocco's been a huge draw. Believes that people are are uh, stopping to see him and then coming in. Sure. It's been huge for business, having Rocco around. So the Popeye's chicken, it probably started something there.
0: I wonder, you know, if Rocco, if you asked him, you know, what do you think? Do you think it smells pretty good around here at Popeye's, if he'd be like... <laughs>
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not whether so sure. I like that smell or not, Becky. <laughs> it's happening as far as weird news goes this morning. All right, uh, Peta wants our
0: Peta is calling for the federal government to put a Florida man out of business. Jimmy Wayne Hammonds pled guilty two weeks ago to illegally selling a uh, capuchin monkey about five years ago oh. for twelve thousand bucks. Why'd you do it? For (laughs) $12,000. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Federal prosecutors did not identify the buyer, but PETA says it's singer Chris Brown. Oh. Uh, PETA announced yesterday it has sent a letter to the USDA asking to revoke Hammond's license uh, that allows him to sell exotic animals as pets. Well, if he has a license to sell it, uh, what's wrong with the sale to Chris Brown?
1: That's really the question on whether or not he had question, the right, right to sell it in the first place. So
0: he's got a license to sell it, but they want to revoke his license.
1: I guess so. If you're uh, going to convince a cop that you haven't been driving drunk, getting rid of the 35 empty beer cans in your car, ah. that would be a good place to start, Mackey. Uh But alas, the idea somehow escaped the mind of Dylan Lankford. A 30-year-old Tennessee man pulled over for a routine traffic violation and the officer suspected he was drunk. He also saw that Lankford had four prior DUI arrests, wasn't able to hide the nearly three dozen empty beer cans strewn around the vehicle. And the uh, officer immediately placed him under arrest, slapped him with a number of impaired driving charges. Yeah, I'm thinking there's probably just cause as you might say, when the guy's got 30 plus empty beer cans strewn around the car and he smells bad. Right, yeah. <laughs> Things aren't going too well for this guy. Just throwing them over the shoulder into the back seat. Then kind of want, thing. One, one. like your old Hardy's bags, <laughs> Tim. Exactly. Yeah, just let them pile up to the level of the seat. And then right. once they are you know even with the seat then you feel bad enough that you got to scoop them out of there time to clean it up yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> western
0: minnesota man is charged with assault and disorderly conduct in connection with a tantrum he threw during a high school basketball game phil locken became angry at a referee's call during a game between lake park ottoman and w- and winnemac in january he threw popcorn at the ref Shouted at him and yanked the whistle off the ref's neck before walking out. Loken was charged this week and has a court appearance next month. Well, Loken should never be allowed to go to another high school game.
1: That would be a fair, probably, uh, judgment against the guy. That's just uh, over the line. He's out of bounds.
0: You can't make contact with the referee. My old uh, morning, or my old uh, sports partner Sammy always thought the refs were out to get us, you know. Yeah, once in a while, if I could get him calm him down a little and was like, "What do you think the motivation is?
1: Why is each team of refs against Brainerd?" <laughs> he just had it ingrained in his head. If you can kind With of their, follow the motivation, the refs are on the, the other side somehow. Instead of being neutral, of course, there's ba- <laughs>
0: of course there's bad calls. I mean, uh, uh, or same. missed
1: calls or human, and whatever they're team you're human. rooting
0: for, it seems like. Uh, you know, you're in favor of the call going your way, so
1: you see it that way. But yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get worked up on stuff like that, because you're impassioned by the game. Next thing you know, you're making ridiculous shouting statements at somebody. Yeah. It's a no tough reason. job.
0: We're having a hard time filling spots in the referees because of yeah. these this kind of thing right here. That's exactly right. So uh you know. They
1: don't go in there. Intentionally against your team. Take it easy. A Florida school's swim team forced to cut its practices short last week when an uninvited swimmer was spotted doing laps in the pool. Really? Three-foot alligator took over the deep end of the pool in uh, the uh, Monverde Academy, forcing frightened swimmers to get out of the pool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, probably. Two, uh, two sheriff's deputies arrive on the scene. Uh, to, uh, took him to coax the reptile out of it on its own, but they, that he wouldn't budge. Evidently, he liked the pool. Sure. Said, this is nice swimming around in here. Officers teamed up and got the gator close enough to the edge of the pool where they were able to grab it, tape its mouth shut. Then they drove it to a nearby lake where it was released on its own recognizance, it says here. Its own recognizance. Yeah.
0: Wally gator is a swimming alligator in the pool. See you later, Wally Gator.